our nation, over this church, and the impact it has on this city and in this nation. So, Father, we thank you for your presence. Thank you for the privilege and honor we have to worship you in spirit and in truth. Thank you, God, that you are with us and that you are the object of our affection and praise and glory. In Jesus' name.
Most holy, so wide, so great is your name that the earth will adore and shout out your fame. So holy, so wide, so great is your name that the earth will adore you and shout. to the atmosphere so holy
lift up the name of Jesus. Let us declare it from this corner to that corner. Let us lift up the name that is above all names. Let us lift up the name that can
Good.
Premiered God, premiered in our reality, God. Premiered in our reality, God. Come and break out with your presence, God. Come and break out in this room. Just like a thick, dark cloud and the sun is just permeating through. God, that is your glory permeating through into our reality. It is gloom, yes, but you permeating into our reality, God. It is all dark, but light is shining forth. Light is shining forth. Your glory is shining forth, oh God. Your glory is shining forth, oh God. You're bringing hope back. You're bringing hope back. You're restoring hope back. Yes, there is a miracle. There is a miracle in this room for you this morning. Yes, put your faith on it right now. Put your faith on that miracle right now. And somebody put the praise. Put the praise on that breakthrough. Put the praise on that breakthrough. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, we just give you honor. We give you thanks. There's a lot that is happening in this place this morning. There's a lot that you're doing in this place this morning, God. We just want to give you praise. Just get into that moment of worship. Just that worship around to God. He's doing something great. Lord, your presence is welcome in this place. The move of your spirit is welcome in this place. Oh, come reign. Your reign, your reign of freedom in this place. Come pour down, Lord. Come release freedom in this place. Come shut down the rocks in our lives. Come shut down the rocks in our lives. Come scatter every smoke in our face, God. Oh, we want to see you move in this place, God. Yes, God, we want to see you come move in power right now. We want to see you come move in power right now. We're putting our faith in you. We're putting our faith in the name of Jesus. We're putting on our faith, our faith, our faith in who you are, God. In who you are, God. You are a great God. We choose this morning to put our faith in your name. At the sound of your name, every knee will bow. At the sound of your name, every sickness will bow. At the sound of your name, oh God, breakthrough is coming forth in the name of Jesus. We raise our hands because we know who we serve. We raise our hands because you are a sovereign God that reigns in eternity. You reign in the midst of our, our, of our tough times. You reign, God. You reign when we're singing praise. You don't change who you are. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we choose to reverence you this morning. We choose to bow down to you for you are our God, our God of salvation, our God who reigns and who dwells in eternity. God, there is nothing in this place that comes before you. For you are a great God. I worship God is unto you. This morning, we give you our worship, God. We give you our worship, oh God. Yeah, we give you a worship. Just sing to your God. Just give your worship to God. Give your worship to God. Oh, yes, 
Hebrews chapter 12 verse 28 to 29 says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe for our God. Our God, our God is a consuming fire. Nothing can stand His presence. Nothing can stand His presence. Nothing can stand His presence. If you haven't gotten your breakthrough, if you haven't gotten your breakthrough, just imagine this. The Lord is permeating as we were singing right now. He's permeating, He's invading that space. Just allow Him to come in. He's permeating, He's invading that space. He's coming in that place of hopelessness. He's coming in that space that you think, I've got it all. God is coming in there. Just allow him to. He's coming to break open that alabaster jar. So you can sing your praise to God and send your worship unto God. Oh, we thank you, God. We thank you, God, as you're permeating our very presence, our very reality. Where we can't see you, we thank you that you're coming and you're bringing forth light. That we can see the things for what they really are. You're giving us our perspective right now. And in reverence and in awe of you, come and consume us. Come and consume us, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for your presence. Thank you, God, for your touch this morning. Thank you that you have set somebody here free. Thank you, God, that you have changed somebody's perspective this morning. Thank you, God, that reality is coming forth and we can see who you are, God. Thank you for revealing yourself to us this morning. Thank you, Father God, for just embracing us, for just giving us the love. The love that, Lord, when you created the earth, you had us in sight. Thank you, God, for never for giving up on us for never forsaking us. Thank you, God, that you got us on the palm of your hands and nothing can separate us from the love of God and nothing can snatch us from your hand, God. Thank you for your sovereignty, God. Thank you that nothing that happens in our lives accepts your sight. Thank you, God, that every tear that has dropped has caught your attention. Thank you, God, that every voice, every prayer that has been raised to you has got your attention. Lord, we just thank you because you are forever present. In Jesus' mighty name, we choose this morning to give you our praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, before you settle down, the Lord has deposited something in your heart, probably for yourself, but more for your neighbor. If he has not, we love because God loves us first. So give your neighbor that love. Thank you, God. You are awesome. 
Great. Thank you, team. Can we also give our worship team some love? everybody settled? Daniel, please grace us with your presence. Good morning, church. Good morning, church. Uh, blessings to one and all. I'd just like to start off by welcoming all our first-time visitors. If you're here for the first time visiting Every Nation Church, kindly raise your hand. First-time visitors. Kindly keep your hands raised. We want to welcome you in a special way. The ushers will bring before you a small form. It's not a membership form. It's more of a get-to-know-you form where we get to know you by asking you a few questions and we can discuss that after church. On my left-hand side, more on your right-hand side towards the back, uh, we will have our welcome tea area where you'll be served, um, I'm assuming, tea and cucumber sandwiches, a standard at Every Nation Church. I believe those who will be uh, helping us during hospitality is Mervyn. Will you be at hospitality? No, it's actually Megameno. Megameno, could you kindly stand? So he will tell you a little bit more about our church right at the back immediately after service. On to today's announcements. First announcement, if I can kindly have the slides up. Sven, thank you very much. So we're going to be having Breathe After Church Bake Sale on the 2nd of July. This has actually been organized by the youth. And it will be just outside the church hall. Second announcement, please. All right. Second semester for ENLI will be commencing soon. So we will be having registration. Uh, the date for the first classes will be on the 18th of July, if I'm not mistaken. Here at the showgrounds, it takes place every Tuesday. Please note there is an amount that will be expected of you for new students. $100 for every more of them. And if you'd like to get more information, I'm not sure if she's here, but Chiedza, could you kindly stand up? Or her husband, Chiedza, right there at the back, ladies and gentlemen. Chiedza will be involved with the registration. Thank you so much. And now, on to a more exciting announcement. A men's gathering. Can I kindly get a roar from all the men? Something a little bit deeper. Men's gathering will be taking place on the 8th of July, and the time will be from 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. The price is only a somber amount of $50, really, quite small. The venue will be here at the showgrounds. As you can see, we'll be laden with a few pastors, but our very own Pastor Chris will also be in attendance, so you know it'll be good. For, it'll be extremely fun. Um, tickets are currently being sold. Can I kindly have uh, Mervyn stand up? 
Um, so those are the tickets which are being sold. Uh, the price I believe they're going for is 160, uh, sorry, 50 for these ones, sorry. And then there will also be another men's gathering which will be taking place later in the year which will be going for $160. We don't have that slide up, uh, but we'll get more information about that later. On to the next announcement. Ooh, exciting times. Not for me yet. But baby dedication will be taking place soon on the 2nd of July for this year. We kindly ask all of those who would like to dedicate their children to kindly go at the back where there will be registration. Here at Every Nation Church, we don't necessarily believe in the baptism of children, but we believe in the dedication. Thank you very much. Now, if we can all just bow our heads and pray for today's offering. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for this morning. Thank you for your graces, your kindness, love, and your joy. In a special way, Heavenly Father, we just bring before you all our tithes and offerings as a, as a, almost like as a, as a thank you, Heavenly Father, for the graces that you've accorded us this day, Heavenly Father. We just present them before you, trusting and standing in the promises that you declared in Malachi, that you will open up a window and pour out a blessing unto our lives, Heavenly Father. Even unto those who cannot give, O oh God, we just declare a special blessing over them, that you will continue growing them and multiplying them in their faith. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Morning, everybody. Today is an exciting day. And it's my privilege to welcome our beloved Pastor Simon, Larry Fuller, in our midst. Uh, Pastor Simon, don't want to come forward. He doesn't really need introduction in our midst. He has been with us so many times. He has been covering us as a representative of the ALT, which is the Apostolic Leadership Team. And um, just what I want to say, Pastor Simon, he looks so young. Thank you. But he has a wisdom of an aged man, and he helped us a lot in this church. Let's just welcome him, give him a hand. <laughs> Father, I just pray that you bless Pastor Simon this morning, Lord. Father, I pray that you use him with every word that he's sharing this morning to bless us, to bless the congregation. Let your name be honored this morning through him. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, church. I want to thank uh, Pastor Franz for saying that I'm young. I'm hoping you've recorded that so I can take it back to my wife. Uh, she's doing a good job keeping me on the straight and narrow. What a joy to be with you this morning, and just to see what God is doing in this church. I see we have a full house, and also notice that the worship was amazing. So I want us to do something different this morning before we start. I just want us to close our eyes and just take in of the presence of God that is in this place. Just drink of His presence that is in this place. Just drink of His presence. Just drink of His presence. There's something that He wants to do today. There is something that is wanting to do today. 
just as our brother Godfrey shared earlier on, that he wants to permeate our lives. He wants to get in there, in those places. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being here. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that it is you who is at work in our lives. You are at work in our lives, Lord. We welcome you in this place. Have your way, Lord. Have your way, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you, God. We glorify you, God. We give you praise, Father. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. I believe there are people here that God wants you to know that the work that has begun in your life, He'll bring it to completion. The work that is begun in your life, He'll bring it to completion. You may be feeling like, Lord, why is it taking so long? And He wants you to know that He is at work. He is at work. At times, it feels like it's long, but His time is the best time. His time is the best time. And His time is not our time. So this morning I want to give you this prophetic encouragement that God is at work. God is at work in your life. God is at work in your life. And He wants you to know that son, daughter, I've taken care of it. I've taken care of it. Now you can relax and rest in His presence. Can we all say amen? Let's give God a big round of praise. Thank you, Jesus, for being in this place. Lord, we honor you, Father. Amen. So, friends, as it is normally my practice to show a picture of my family, I thought this morning I will not show a picture of my family. Uh, I just have to stop making promises. I should bring them. So I still try and hope that I'll bring them uh, the next time I come. So pray with me. Uh, Pastor Anne is working out something. Thank you, Pastor Anne. <laughs> awesome. I've been so grateful to spend time with the leaders. From Thursday, we arrived myself with Pastor Carol. And uh, on Thursday, we spent time with the leaders. And Friday and yesterday, we spent some time with the leaders. And just been grateful to see that this church is in good hands. This church has got great leaders. This church has got leaders who are submitted to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And that's what you want. So can we just give the leadership of this church and the elders a round of applause? And thank God for the leaders of this church. Amen. I also just want to say I'm so impressed by all that God is doing through the men in this church. I was sitting in Joburg and I saw the invitations of men up. I was here in the spirit. And then I heard about the men cave and I'm like, I'm here in the spirit. So men cave is not happening tonight, but next week Sunday, men cave is happening 5 p.m. If you have been missing the men cave Please join the guys. Men cave, it's where men become real with each other. So why am I encouraging you to come to the men cave? I thank God that uh, over 20 years ago, I was part of a mission trip that came to this church. Uh, it wasn't a church then. We went to UNEM. Myself and Pastor Sige, we went out there and we had an outreach. And out of the number of people that got saved, this church was planted with Pastor Andrew and Carol. But I want to remind you that it was because of the obedience of a few people that this church was birthed. It was an obedience of the mission team that came because God was calling us to do a scout on this campus and the church was birthed. It was the obedience of Pastor Andrew and Carol to come and say, God is calling us to Namibia that this church was birthed. 
It is going to be the obedience of you people sitting here today to obey what God is saying to take this church to the next level. When you obey what God is saying, you'll be able to make an impact in this nation. It is through the obedience of people of God that we will see this church get to where God wants to get to. And I'm speaking specifically to men. If God is speaking to you to be part of that, men coming together, those men gatherings, be obedient. Can I hear an amen from the men? Good. That's a good amen. My son is just 10, 13. So when I come home now, it's no longer, hi, dad. It's, hi, dad. In the beginning, you could tell that he's just making it up, but now his voice is really broke, you know. So this morning, I'm talking about a new sound. God is giving us a new sound as a church. And what is this new sound? I believe in order for us to be the people that God wants us to be, we need to hear his sound. We need to hear his voice. We need to hear what he's saying to us. I'll give you a bit of history. When the Israelites moved from Egypt to the promised land, It is so interesting that while they were going through the wilderness, God gave them some instructions to give them a new and a different sound. And I've asked some people to bring me some props this morning, and I'm very grateful. Can you please bring me that Vuvuzela, brother? There's a a significance to having the Vuvuzela in the church. And then I saw that uh, uh, Katrina has brought us the real ram's horn. Can you please pass me that ram's horn? There's a significance of why we have the ram's horn in the house today. It speaks of a new sound. It is interesting that when the Israelites moved from Egypt to the promised land, God gave them a new instruction. And we're going to read in Numbers chapter 10 just now the new instruction that God gave them. So if you have your Bibles open there in Numbers chapter 10, or you can read with me on the screen, there was a reason why God gave them a new instruction. God wanted the Israelites to move to the promised land, but he didn't want them to remain who they were. He wanted to give them a new sound. So this new sound, the Bible in Numbers chapter 10, I'm going to read the first verse and then I'll explain why I have this horn with me. In Numbers chapter 10 verse 1, the Lord said to Moses, make two trumpets, make two trumpets, hammered silver, of hammered silver, and use them for calling the community together, and for having the camp set out. The interesting thing here is when we read this scripture, it says, make two trumpets of hammered silver. So in the beginning, when they were in Egypt, they would have a ram's horn that was a trumpet to sound the trumpet for the instruction of the Lord. But then a time came when the Lord said, make a straight trumpet that looks like a vuvuzela. I always thought the vuvuzela is in the Bible. The silver ones that were made, they looked like this. They were, they were straight. And God was saying, I want you to move from one way of doing things to another way of doing things. He's saying, make two trumpets of hammered silver. And the reason why God was saying that, I believe God was trying to take Egypt out of them. It was one thing to move out of Egypt. It is another to take Egypt out of us. It is one thing to say, Lord, you've taken us out of Egypt, but we're still carrying Egypt in us. So God is giving this new instruction, this new sound and say, I don't want you to leave with the instruction of Egypt. I want you to leave with the new instruction I'm giving you. I want to take Egypt out of you. In order for us to be the people God wants us to be, we need to hear his sound. Let's continue to read from verse 3. When both are sounded, 
the whole community is to assemble before you at the entrance of the tent, tent of meeting. If one is sounded, the leaders, the heads of the clans of Israel are to assemble before you. When a trumpet blast is sounded, the tribes camping on the east are to set out. At the sounding of the second blast, the camps on the south are to set out. The blast will be a signal for setting out to gather the assembly, blow the trumpet, but not with a signal for setting out. We continue to read verse 8. The sons of Aaron, the priests, are to blow the trumpet. This is a lasting ordinance for you and the generations to come. When you go into battle you're on your, in your own land against the enemy who is oppressing you, sound a blast of the trumpet. Then you will be remembered by the Lord your God and be rescued from your enemies. Also at your times of rejoicing, your appointed festivals and new moons and new, uh, the new moon feasts, you are to sound the trumpets over your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, and there will be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord, your God. May the Lord bless the reading of the word. Now, as we read this portion of scripture, there's a couple of things that I want us to look at to understand what God is saying to us this morning. When we listen to trumpet sound, we respond to what God is saying to us. When we listen to the sound that God is giving us, there must be a response. We don't just hear the sound and we don't respond. When I look at this portion of scripture, there were clear instructions that God was giving as to how they should respond when the trumpet is sounded. Sounding the trumpet speaks also of prayer from what we've read. Sounding the trumpet saints for, for times of celebration. Sounding the trumpet from the pulpit. When a, when a word is being shared here on a Sunday, that's part of blowing a trumpet. Let me also bring it home. When, when an email is sent to you with information about the church, that's also sounding a trumpet. I know for the younger generation, you don't read emails anymore. Okay, when you're inboxed on Facebook, that's also a trumpet. Are we together? Or when you get an Instagram message or tweet from the church saying, let's gather together, that's also a trumpet being sounded. Can I hear amen to that? So when a word goes out that let's come and gather, that's a trumpet being sounded. When a word is preached that God is calling us to do this, that's when a trumpet has been sounded. So if you go to the next slide, I just want to show you what God is saying to us this morning. In fact, stick on this slide. I believe these are the things that God is saying. Blow the trumpets for the leaders. Blow the trumpets for gathering the assembly. Blow the trumpets for setting out. This means you break down the camp and you set out. You go to where God wants you to go. Blow the trumpets for war and blow the trumpets at times of rejoicing. So let's take one of each and just unpack what God is saying to us about this. So when, 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 when God speaks to Moses and he gives him this instruction, he says, blow the trumpets for the leaders. When the leaders are called, they respond. If you are a leader and you are called, you respond. Let me just give you a practical example. You know that a few years ago, our national hero Nelson Mandela passed away and I hear that you also had your national hero being buried yesterday and also when I went to the memorial service I remember someone saying something very important about Miss Winnie Mandela that when you would call Miss Winnie Mandela she would respond and she will show up 
So leaders is people who respond, but they show up. It's not people who respond and not show up. If you are a leader, you respond to the message, but you also show up, and you also show up on time. Can I hear amen to that? If you say you're a leader, you respond to the trumpet sound, and you respond with a heart to serve. In this church, we have elders who respond to the trumpet sound. In this church, we have department heads who respond to the trumpet sound. We have children's church workers. We have different departments who respond to a trumpet sound. So I want you to hear this word this morning, that when the trumpet sound is blasted, it's blown, that we respond to what God is calling us to go to. Can I hear amen to that? The campus leaders that are here, you are leaders. When the trumpet is sounded, you respond to what God is calling you to. Have you ever wondered why the Israelites took 40 years to go through the wilderness? When the Bible says that it should have taken them 12 days. There were two routes to get to the promised land. To the promised land. They could have gone the easy route. But God chose to take them on the longer route because God wanted to give them some instructions. God wanted to build character in them. So the word I had for some of you this morning, even when you feel like things are taking long before they come, God is building character in you. God is giving you instructions for where he's taking you. So when God was giving them a new instruction for, for sounding the trumpet for the leaders, God was simply saying, I want to prepare you so that when you get to the promised land, you know how to hear my voice. You know when I speak that you can respond and show up. The second thing we read in this portion of scripture is blow the trumpet for gathering the assembly on the next slide. To gather the assembly, blow the trumpet, but not with a signal for setting out. Two different sounds. The one is for gathering the assembly. The one is for setting out. This for me in the New Testament is Hebrews 10.25. Do not forsake the assembling together as some are in the habit of doing. I know it's not you that are here. You all come to church. The Lord instructed them that there is a sound specific for gathering. Listen and respond. Let me give you three things that I see in the New Testament church. In the New Testament church, they will meet in homes. In the New Testament church, they will meet at the temple, as a synagogue, as a time of gathering. And you will see them giving offerings right from the Old Testament in the New Testament. Now you ask us, why are you so passionate about small groups and connect groups? It is because you read the book of Acts. They used to meet in homes. And the Bible says they used to break bread. And that is why we have some of our connect groups at Mug and Bean. Can I hear amen to that? It doesn't have to be Mug and Bean. That is why we have some of the connect groups in restaurants. We need to break bread together. They used to meet in their homes. So when a sound a trumpet is blasted for gathering. It's not only to gather here on Sunday, but to also gather in our homes together. To break bread together. In New Testament, they would give of their time, talents, and treasure. They would give of their offerings. So I'm here this morning to say, friends, we need to hear when a sound is blasted. When God is speaking to us. The third thing we see here is blow the trumpet for setting out. Verse 5 and 6, when a, trumpet is when a trumpet blast is sounded, the tribes camping on the east are to set out. At the sounding of the second blast, the camps on the south are to set out. 
the blast will be a signal for setting out. Now, I've got to explain this. The setting out can mean two things. The setting out can mean you break down the camp and then you move to where God wants you to move. And as I was praying this morning, I felt that some people here, there are certain relationships that you need to break camp. There are certain relationships that are toxic to your life that God is saying you need to break camp and you need to move on. There are certain relationships where God is saying to you, you've been staying there too long. This relationship is not working. It might be a friendship that's just toxic for you. You need to move on from that relationship. You need to break camp and then you need to set out. The other thing I believe the scripture is speaking to us about by setting out is God is calling all of us to make an impact in the marketplace. God is calling us to set out and go into areas where he wants to bring his kingdom. A couple of weeks ago, I was visiting one of the university professors from our church. He's a university professor at Vert, and he's a university professor with energy and electricity. In fact, I wrote his title down because it's so powerful. His title is a professor of clean energy systems technology. I didn't even know things like those exist. Even though I'm an engineer, I forgot those parts of engineering. But what blew me away is here's a, a child of God who's doing research of how we can be able to harness energy from waves in the ocean. How we can be able to get electricity from waves in the ocean. There's already energy. And they're busy with this research. Before you know it, we'll be getting electricity from the ocean. Now, what am I saying about this is God is calling some of you to set out into the marketplace. To ask God for solutions to the things and the ills that are plaguing our nations. Let's set out into the marketplace. Let's hear the sound that God wants to bring into the marketplace. The next thing that I believe is very important for where we are now as a church and as a nation here in Namibia is blow the trumpets for war. Blow the trumpets for war. When you go to battle in your own land against an enemy who's oppressing you, an enemy who's oppressing the people, sound a blast on trumpets. Then you'll be remembered by the Lord your God and be rescued. I'm really so blown away by this. When you blow the trumpet, when you sound the trumpet, you are gathering the people. But not only that gathering will happen, God says, I will remember. I will remember my covenant and I will show up. Because God is a covenant-keeping God. He shows up when we pray. I was blown away when I came in this morning and the intercessors were praying. You could just feel that you're walking into the presence of the Almighty God. When we pray, we are sounding a trumpet. And God, the word says, then you will be remembered by the Lord and you will be rescued. Some of you, you have some torments. Some of us, we've seen what God is doing in the nations. And I believe that this is when prayer must rise. This is when we need to go on our knees and pray like we've never prayed before. What if what we are facing as a nation today is because of lack of prayer? I'm speaking specifically to the nation of Namibia. What if the economic challenges you're facing is because we are not praying enough? What if people are dying because we are not praying enough? What if because accidents are happening because we are not praying enough? What if because there are divorces because we are not praying enough? God is saying, I'm blowing a trumpet so we can go on our knees and cry out for the marriages that are breaking. Let's go on our knees and cry out and stand in the gap. Let's go on our knees and pray and pray for our leaders. 
I really like in Joshua chapter 6 how they explain the blowing of the trumpets. Have seven priests. Please make a note of this. We're going to talk about it later when we look in the New Testament. Have seven priests carry the ram's horns in front of the ark. Have seven priests. Have the leaders carry the trumpet of ram's horns in front of the ark, in front of the presence of God. Make note of the ark of God. On the seventh day, march around the city seven times with the priests blowing the trumpet. When you hear them sound a long blast on the trumpet, have the whole army give a loud shout. The army must not shoot the guns. Let the army give a loud shout. Don't you think something is wrong with that? Shouldn't the army pull out their swords and fight? Let the army give a loud shout. Then the wall of the city will collapse. And the army will go in and everyone will go straight. When we blow the trumpet of prayer, the walls will fall down. The walls that are keeping people from coming into the kingdom of God will fall down. When we blow the trumpet, we understand that the war that we are battling is not the war that is carnal. It's not the war in the spirit. It's not the war just of the flesh, but it's a spiritual war. The last one, which I really like, is blow the trumpet at times of rejoicing. Blow the trumpet in times of gladness. Blow the trumpet even when you are happy. Sounding them at your annual festivals and at the beginning of each month. Did you ever wonder why the Bible says certain things? Why did it say at the beginning of each month? It means after you get your salary, blow the trumpet. After you get a salary, blow the trumpet. And say, I'm going to give my tithe. I'm going to give up my offerings. Amen to that. It's right there in the Bible. Blow the trumpet over your burnt offerings. Blow the trumpet over your peace offerings. The trumpets will remind your God of his covenant with you. And he restates and says, I am the Lord your God. So when I was speaking about we, the fact that we bring our offerings to the Lord, we give our gifts, our talents, and our treasures, it is in our times of rejoicing, in our times when we are glad, let's blow the trumpet for the kingdom of God. Bringing healing and restoration through our giving, through our tithes. You never know what happens when you give. Something happens on the inside of you. When you give of your tithes and offerings, something happens on the inside of you. So in summary, before I get to what I believe the Lord is saying to us today is sound the trumpet to every nation vent hook. A call to prayer like never before. A call to take back the city through the gospel. A call to radical worship. The kind of worship we had this morning. The kind of worship we had this morning. We need to sound the trumpet with that kind of worship. We need to sound the trumpet with that kind of worship where we say, God, we prophetically declare into the atmosphere that things will change in this city and in this nation. Let's sound the trumpet. A call to encounter God and to experience His presence on deeper levels. To worship Him regardless whether we feel like it or not. We're going to come and bring an offering of worship and praise. Singing new songs, writing new songs. I was so happy to hear that one of the songs we sang this morning was written in this house. Part of a new sound is those new songs. Those new songs that will come out of this house. Singing prophetically, declaring heaven's song over our nation. As we set out new leaders today, I want you to 
listen to the sound that God is bringing in this house. And don't be left behind. What people tend to do normally is when God is sounding a new trumpet and he's bringing a new sound, some people take a while before they step into what God wants to do. Do not be left behind. This next slide, it's a picture. It may not be so clear, but I'll read it for you. It speaks about unity that God wants to have in the house. And it came to pass, this is in Second Chronicles, and it came to pass when the trumpeters and the singers were one, they were in one accord, to make one sound to be heard in praising and thanking Jehovah. And when they lifted up their voice with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments and music and praised Jehovah, saying, for he is good and his loving kindness endures forever, And then the house was filled with a cloud, even the house of Jehovah, so that the priests could not stand to minister by reason of the cloud. For the glory of Jehovah filled the house of God. Now this this was a time when they were already in the promised land and they had already set up the temple. Something amazing happens here. The Bible says when they were in one accord, when the worshipers and the preachers and the children of God were we in one accord, when there was unity in the house, the glory cloud fell. When there was unity, God will draw people in. His presence will draw people in. They will say, what is happening in this house? We want to experience what God is doing in this house. So I am saying the new sound is calling us to unity. To be united, the priests the worshipers, and everyone, let's unite together. So in the wilderness, God was training them. It was the training ground. It was rehearsal to learn how to be united and to be one accord, to bring his presence down, to bring the walls of Jericho down. When we go through the wilderness, it's training ground. When we go through the wilderness, God is saying, I'm training you for reigning. I'm training you for where I want to take you. I'm sharpening you. I'm molding you for where I want to take you. The life we live now is a rehearsal for eternal worship in heaven. The life we live now is rehearsal for eternal worship in heaven. The life we live now is rehearsal for eternal worship in heaven. And this is what I want to close with. When you read the book of Revelation chapter 8, the Bible teaches and speaks about this visitation that John had into heaven. And when John was in heaven and John saw the seven angels, the Bible said the seven angels, they had the seven trumpets with them. There was a reason why the seven angels had the seven trumpets with them. It is because the same sound that I'm talking about today will hear the sound in heaven. If you don't learn to hear that sound here today, how will you learn it to hear it in heaven? How will you hear the sound in heaven if you don't learn to hear the sound that is taking us to today? I believe there's so many Christians today that are living their lives and just living Christianity because I'm used to going to church. I'm used to going to a connect group. I'm used to just giving all my tithes. But we don't want to go deeper to hear the sound. If we don't practice to hear the sound, how will we hear the sound when we get to heaven? I believe that when you read 
in Revelation chapter 10, and it explains of the different sounds, and it gets to Revelation chapter 11. It says, when the seventh angel sounded the seventh sound, something amazing happened in heaven. The Bible says, at the altar of the Lord, the ark of the covenant was open because the seventh trumpet was sounded. So for us, that is to say, we need to learn to be in the presence of God while we are here on earth. We need to learn to hear the sound of God while we're here on earth. So when we get to heaven, when the seventh angel blows the seventh trumpet, we can be able to connect to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. If we do not practice that while we are here going through the wilderness, how will we hear that sound? When we are in heaven, I know you say, but Pastor Sai, it will be nice and easy in heaven, you know? But God is challenging us. He wants us to bring heaven to earth. He wants us to experience heaven while we're here on earth. So can I challenge you this morning to not settle for less? Let us not settle for less. Let us not settle for less. Let us go deep. Let us go deep and say, God, we want the sound of heaven in Jesus' name. Let's close our eyes. Father, we thank you that you are challenging us to go deep. You are challenging us to hear your sound. You're challenging us to not settle for less. You're challenging us to want more of you. Friends, I believe to be able to bring down the scales of people that we've been reaching out to, we need to heed to the sound, to go on our knees and pray, to pray for them, Reason is not going to be enough. Wisdom is not going to be enough. We need to cry out to the Lord. I believe also that we need to understand that the war, the spiritual war that we are facing, it's a war that needs us to go on our knees and pray. And some of you, I know that you may be in a place where you say, but I don't have the time to pray. I don't have the time to be in the Word. And God is challenging you this morning and say, the only way you can hear the sound is if you choose to, if it means wake up a little bit early to go on your knees and pray and be in the Word, do that. If it means you don't have lunch at work, you, you go to your car and you go to the parking lot or you go wherever you go to make time to be with Him, to hear the sound, do exactly that. If it means that you... Go to bed a little bit later just to have the time with Jesus on your knees and in the Word to be able to hear the sound that He's calling us to this morning. I pray that you make that commitment today. I pray that you make that commitment lest you miss the sound that He wants you to hear. Lest you miss what He wants to say to us. Lord Jesus, I pray for all the people that are here today. Not just a few, but all of us, God. Not just a few, but all of us, Lord. May we have this desire, this hunger for more of you, Lord. More of you, Lord. 
more of you lord more of you lord more of you father more of you lord jesus more of you lord more of you jesus 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 we hunger and thirst for you god we hunger and thirst for Friends, I believe while we're in this atmosphere of prayer, there are people who need to make a commitment to follow Jesus. There are also people who are here who you have had a good relationship with Jesus, but you've lost that relationship. I'm going to ask you to raise your hand right where you are and we'll pray for you right where you are. You need to make a commitment to follow Jesus. Or maybe you've moved away from hearing the sound, from hearing Him talk to you, from the sweet fellowship with Him. I'm not going to ask you to come to the front. I just want you to raise your hand to heaven and say, God, I want you in my life. I want you in my life. Just raise your hand right where you are. And then I'll pray for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God sees those hands. God sees those hands. Make this fresh commitment and say, I'm not where I'm supposed to be. Just keep your hands raised to heaven. Because remember what you read today. The Bible says that when you sound the trumpet, I'll remember. So by raising your hand, you're sounding the trumpet and saying, God, I want to have this wonderful relationship I used to have with you. He's calling you back today to that fold. He's calling you back to that place where you had a sweet fellowship with him. Father, I pray for all these people who raise their hands. You know exactly where they are, Lord. And you know what's preventing them, Father, to have this amazing, sweet fellowship with you, God. Lord, I pray that whatever is preventing them from having this sweet fellowship will be removed in the name of Jesus. Will be removed in the name of Jesus. I ask this in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray that today as they take their Bibles back, Father, they will read the Word and it will be with fresh eyes and when they pray Lord God in the first few minutes of just praying they will connect with you at a deeper level Father God may they connect with you at a deeper level Father God and Lord may it not just stay there may they be able to let their friends know of this amazing relationship they have with you and bring them back into the fold you can bring put your hands down I also just want to pray one more prayer. Father, I pray that you will open up our hearts to what you want to do here in this church, Father God. Open up our hearts to what you want to do with every nation, Ventuk, Lord Jesus. Open up our hearts that we will not be like those who will harden our hearts, but may we be obedient, Father God, to what you want to do with the leadership of this church and through those who belong to this family. Greater things are ahead. I hear the Lord says, the glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former. The glory of the latter house will be greater than the glory of the former house. There's a glory coming. 
In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Let's give God a big round of praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We honor you, Father. Can we give him one more round of praise like we're praising him? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. If you don't learn how to scream and shout for Jesus, how are you going to do it in heaven? God bless you. (laughs) Amen. Friends, special service today, special moment that I have been part of just joining with the elders of this church to get to this place where we can uh, ordain leaders. But before we ordain leaders, I want to read this for you, what ordination is. Ordination or setting in of leaders is a process by which individuals are consecrated or they are set aside as the clergy to perform the duty that God has called them to. And I read Romans 15, verse 15 to 16. It says, this is Apostle Paul writing to the Romans. Yet I have written to you quite boldly on some points to remind you of them again. How amazing is that? Apostle Paul says, I've written about this before, but I write again to remind you, repetition is important. We need to hear it again. Because of the grace God gave me to be a minister of Christ to the Gentiles, He gave me the priestly duty of proclaiming the gospel so that the Gentiles might become an offering acceptable to God, sanctified by the Holy Spirit. So in every nation, we ordain ministers of the gospel in this fashion. Because of the grace that God has given them, we recognize the grace that's already been given to them. Can I hear amen to that? There is a grace, there is a mantle of leadership on them we recognize what God has already given. When Apostle Paul was writing here, he says, because of the grace given to me to be a minister of Christ, I can go and proclaim the gospel. So this morning, we are going to ordain and set in ministers because of the grace and the mental that is on their lives already. We are recognizing what God is doing. And also when we lay hands, we believe there is an impartation that takes place. Amen to that. So I'm going to call Christopher Shipeo. Come with your wife, brother. Please stand in the front here. Caroline Demesman. I've been trying to. Is it close enough? And I've been practicing this for months. Katrina Zara Gaip. Zara Gaip. Gotta type close, close enough, close enough, close enough. As Christopher has been ordained and set in as a senior pastor of Every Nation, Vint Hook. Standing together with his wife to support him and to stand with him as they lead this church. And Caroline has been set in as a children's church pastor. Katrina has been set in as an evangelist. Before I call the elders, it's important for me to explain this. We know that we normally call people who minister 
as pastors, but we know that in Scripture it speaks about the fivefold ministers. So we recognize fivefold ministry. That is why we are ordaining Katrina here as an evangelist in the in the office of a fivefold minister as an evangelist. You may call her pastor. That is fine, but she's an evangelist. <laughs> so that is why we say we ordain them as ministers of the gospel. They will have different roles that they play within the fivefold ministry, but they're all ministers of the gospel. And a little bit later, we will give certificates to those people who have already been ordained before. We also want to recognize them by giving them the certificate of ordination. So let me call all the elders to come and join me up front as we ordain and bless these people. All the elders. Pastor Franz and Anne, please join us to the front. So those being ordained, can you move front a little bit? And then the elders can stand right behind you. I'm going to ask the church to stand. This is a sign of supporting this because we all see the hand of the Lord in what is taking place here. And if you can, please stretch your hand towards them as a sign of blessing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Lord Jesus. May the mantle of leadership be upon you anointing to break the yokes and anointing to lead in ways you've never led before and anointing to set the captives free and anointing to bring deliverance and anointing to bless as a father would bless his children there is an anointing that will flow through you to bring blessing that wherever you step in demons will flee wherever you step in the blessing of Jesus steps in Wherever you step in, the kingdom of God will step in. May the power and the fire of Jesus burn like the fire that was in the bones of Jeremiah. May the fire burn like in the bones of Jeremiah. May his fire burn. That one thing that will bring fulfillment to your life is when you preach the gospel. When you proclaim his goodness, that fire will burn in you. In Jesus' name we pray also see you Christopher as having one leg in the marketplace and another leg in church and God will make it clear how that looks like but God is going to continue to give you favor in business and he will also give you favor in the church I see a number of churches being planted out of you because of your faithfulness to respond to the trumpet sound God is going to entrust you with the riches of his kingdom. He's going to entrust you with the riches of his kingdom in his faithfulness. Thank you, Father. Father, today I pass on the mantle of leadership of grace and melody. Father, that they may be strong. Just as David was advising to Solomon, be strong, be a man, stay close to the Lord. Don't be strong in your own strength. Be strong in the strength of the Lord. Don't be wise 
according to her wisdom. Be wise in the wisdom of the Lord, and you will succeed. The Lord is going to use you powerfully, mightily. He's going to accomplish his purposes for this church, for this nation through you. you, Caroline. We set you apart. We consecrate you as a minister of the kingdom of God, as a minister of the gospel. I see you as one to give birth to new things. I see you as one that will touch and reach places that other people have never reached. I see you as one who will disciple nation builders. I see you as one who will disciple presidents, ministers, business people, CEOs of companies, and I see them coming and saving you because of the impact you've had on their lives. I see God say, I want you to raise ministers of my kingdom. Ministers will go into the marketplace and blow a trumpet sound for his kingdom. I see you holding a sword on your right hand, and on the other hand, I see you holding something that looks like a paint you were painting. And God is saying, with the sword, you will break down and tore down strongholds. And with the paint, you're going to set the captives free. With creativity, you're going to set the captives free. God has anointed you. And you're stepping into a new level of new mantle of leadership. In Jesus' name. You have been faithful through many years. The Lord has seen it. The Lord honors it. And he's entrusted you with greater responsibility. Father, I pray, Lord, that your blessing and your anointing will rest on her, Lord Jesus. I pray, Father, that uh, you work through her, Lord, to impact children's lives, to raise children's ministers, to expand beyond this church, and to be a blessing in the kingdom of God. We anoint you, Katrina, for the work of ministry. As a minister of the gospel, we anoint you as one that will bring the kingdom of God into hard places. We anoint you as one that carries an anointing of healing. Your hands have got an anointing of healing. That when you pray for the sick, they will recover. That there's going to be miracles that will flow through you. I also see that there's going to be churches that are going to be planted because of your faithfulness. As you raise leaders, churches are going to be planted. I see your influence being beyond the borders of Namibia. God is saying, I want to bring healing to this continent, Africa. And because of the anointing that you carry, it has to be taken to the rest of Africa. And people will come and see you burn for Jesus. There is a fire in you. There is a fire in you. And God is rekindling that fire. He's rekindling that fire today. He's rekindling that fire. A fire to break down the yokes. A stronghold to break down the yokes. To break down the yokes of captivity. To break down the yokes that have held people captive for many years. I see Sangomas being set free. I see witch doctors being set free. I see those who have been born by chains of enemy. Freemasonry being set free in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. There's an anointing to set free the captives 
In Jesus' name. Thank you. Katrina, today we recognize you as the evangelist of this church, of this ministry. You carry the heart of the Lord, was moved with compassion when you looked at the cross. We have seen the compassion in your heart towards the sick, the suffering, those in hospital, the dying. The Lord honors that today. And he's empowering for greater things. As we heard, signs, wonders, miracles. Sick people will rise from their beds and be restored. People that are lost will be found and come into the presence of the Lord. There will be greater anointing resting on you. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Wow. Let's give God a big round of praise. Woo! Jesus. Wow. 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 Friends, this is a holy moment. This is a holy moment. Whenever we sit in leaders, something happens in the spiritual realm. There's something that uplifts in the spiritual realm. And I pray that you be part of this. You partake into the blessing that's released today. Amen. As we give them certificates of ordination, is to recognize that we take this seriously. Being a minister of the gospel, we take this seriously. If they do not walk in line, in step with the precepts of the Lord, we take back the certificate. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Meaning that they are not to function as pastors, as ministers. We give the certificates to say we recognize you as ministers of the gospel. Can I ask the worship team to come back and lead us in worship as we hand over the certificate? And I also want to mention those who've been ordained before. I'm just going to mention by name. We want to take pictures of them receiving their certificates as well. Because as every nation, we believe that ordination means that you've given the authority to exercise priestly duties in the areas where you are. So we want to recognize them as well. Amen. Christopher Solomon Shipeo. Katrina Naomi Zara Kaipa. Caroline Dimier Semen. Hilma Marano Muller. Wow. And Margaret Muller. Wow. Ephraim Muyese. Right there. Come, Ephraim, stop hiding. Franz Joseph Muller. But Pastor Franz, after years of being a pastor, he only gets his certificate today. <laughs> Thank you. I want to just pray one more prayer for the elders and for the leadership. Can you join me? Just straight, stretch your hands. Father, thank you for this eldership team. Thank you for the pastors that are here. 
Lord, we pray and proclaim, no weapon forged against them shall prevail. Lord, we raise angels to surround and guard their families, their children, and their households, Father God. That, Father God, you will protect them as they lead this church, Father God. We know the plans of the enemy, but they will not prevail. Lord, we pray that you unite them with hearts. Unite and connect their hearts, minds together that they will lead this church to the season that you want to take it. Father, we prophesy right now that they will reach 5,000, 10,000 in the city, Lord God. We see multiple congregations coming out of this church. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to worship God together. Take us away. Let's praise God together and thank Him for what He has done.
declare that over today. Church declare, let the church declare it is finished. Yes, Lord, we declare it is finished. The victory of the cross is ours in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. 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 Church, let's raise up a shout of victory and praise to the King of glory, to the Lord of all, to Jesus, to Jesus. To Jesus, to Jesus, to Jesus, to Jesus, to Jesus, to Jesus, to Jesus. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. The victory is won. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are going to the nations. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are taking your power and your glory to the nations. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are going to the least of these. In the name of Jesus, we are going to the darkest places. Father, we thank you for the spirit of boldness that is coming on this house, Lord God. That no mountain will be too great for our God because our God is a consuming fire. Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for this new season. We know and we declare that there may be giants in the land. But Father, we declare that they will be bread for us. That we will not go to them with a staff or with a sling or with a sword. We will meet those giants 
because the Lord our God is with us and father this morning we just receive every grace every grace every grace for this next next season Lord. wherever you are just lift up your hands to the Lord let's just begin to honor Jesus begin to honor Jesus Lord you are the King of Kings you are the Lord of Lords we honor you we honor you O King of Kings we honor you O God Almighty there is no one else that deserves all our glorious praises and worship Lord you are the only you are the only true and living God we honor you this morning for what you are doing in our midst Holy Spirit we thank you Lord for the move of your your spirit Lord we thank you Lord for the touch of your spirit we thank you Lord for your your mighty presence that is upon us Lord hallelujah 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 as we leave this morning I want to encourage you to operate on a new level that the grace is not just coming on the leadership that it's coming all the way from Aaron's head all the way to the feet and that there's a new grace that you are operating in that there's a new ability that there's a new grace upon your life tell the person next to you there's something new on you there's a new ability there's something stronger on you there's a new grace that's upon your life and you will you will never be the same again amen amen we're gonna close the service now if you need ministry at the end of the service the leaders will be here but just before you go may the lord bless you may the lord bless you and keep you May he cause you to prosper at everything that you do. May he cause you to grow spiritually. May your family be protected. May your family be preserved. And may you be a light in the darkness. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. And everybody say, Amen. Hallelujah.